Well, you're listening to Cliff Central. This time around, of course, it is untapped talent. But, of course, this time it has been flan, flu, flan, flan. What's that word? <laughs> by, by a new captain. It is a couple of new captains in here. This time around, it is Captain Courageous, Mr. Lesejo Mapanga. Also, yeah, but we also do have, indeed, Mr. Pedros. Yeah, right you know here, it. Mr. Lesejo Pedros. I mean, Lesejo Pedros. Tragic. <laughs> Simpio Pedros. And, of course, it is also, where's are that guy? Dreams do come true. And and finally, they have, and we are right here. How yeah. you guys doing today? We're all good, man. We're all good. Listen, how are you I doing? think I think we're sorted. It's been uh, exactly a month since the last time we we're here. Yeah, I think we must start calling this place home. What do you think? Yeah, I agree with you. Eh? I think so too. I mean, we must like make a landmark yeah. starting from today, twenty <laughs> second. I mean, actually, interesting enough, the last time we were here was the twenty second of September. Today yeah. is the twenty second of, of October. October. Yeah. I don't know. It's something milestones, in twos, eh? Milestones. Yeah. I think the next time I would be. Uh, Permanent over here on the 22nd of November. <laughs> Coincidentally, a day after my last exam. Oh, interesting. It just works out comfortably, doesn't it? I think my favorite number is going to be two now, eh? I'm just putting it out there. Yeah. Okay, well, uh, if you want to be in touch with us uh, throughout the show today, of course, you can um, also listen on uh, www.cliffcentral.com, but I guess you're already doing that. Or you can, of course, do that on Twitter as well. We got an official account on Twitter. That's just Cliff Central. Of course, alternatively, you can also be on Facebook on Cliff Central, Instagram at Cliff Central, and uh, you can also call us right here in studio. That is 0861-555-189, just like that. So, uh, Lesejo, what's up? I just want to give this uh, first show start on a good note. I just want to know who saw Chelsea last night. Oh, Yo, yeah, no. six no drilling. Ice. <laughs> <That> <laughs> Never was have I been so proud to be a Blues fan. But um, I was sitting with, with a couple of my roommates um, last night, obviously watching the game. Yeah. Interesting facts about Chelsea or the Chelsea owner, Roman Ibrahimovic, yeah. was actually an orphan. That's deep, Wow. Man. From orphan to one of the world's wealthiest people in the world. That's quite amazing. I have to respect that. Eh? It makes me think about Les Brown. You know, Les Brown's one of the most uh, impactful and inspirational, motivational speakers out there. And yeah. he was an orphan also. I was actually at a, a talk of his uh, in uh, in the Gallagher Estate. And yeah, I realized, yo, people can actually realize their dreams, realize the impact that they can have on our country, no matter what circumstance they come from. That's, that's actually quite interesting. You know, the the great thing is that no matter where you are, even though the odds are stacked against you, I mean, you can make it. You can become anything, and you should never hold yourself back just because of your past or or anything that might have happened before or where you are right now. It never determines where your next destination is going to be. That's no, actually quite definitely, interesting. definitely. Actually, talking about that now that since we on the subject, that's actually the people we're going to be interviewing today. Our center um, of of today's discussion really is going to be around orphanages and also just talking about. What, what, how, how often does this type of stuff occur in our country? And what is the hope out there for, for people who are orphans and, and, uh, you know, uh, all those type of things. So we actually do have someone from the Door of Hope Foundation right here today. And right after this, we're actually going to be interviewing the lady herself. Baby, 
You're still listening, of course, to Cliff Central uh, right here. It is, of course, Untapped Talent. It is myself, Weza. Weza, that guy. Alongside Lesejo and uh, Simpiwe as well. What we're talking today is uh, orphans and abandoned children. Mm-hmm. And uh, what hope is there for such ones? And we, we actually got Nadine right here with us today. She's from the Door of Hope Foundation. Mm-hmm. Nadine, how are you doing? I'm very well, thanks. Fantastic. So, uh, Nadine, I mean... Wow, Door of Hope, and uh, I'm sure there's, there's quite a lot you can tell us. Just tell us what the, 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 the foundation is about and, and what's your role really in the foundation itself. Okay, um, Door of Hope started in 1999 in Berea at the Berea Baptist Church. Yeah. Uh, we put a post box, well, uh-huh. a triple sized post box in a wow. wall where okay. mothers can place their um, unwanted babies. Whoa. To date, we've received um, about 170 babies through this hole in the wall. But to date, we've actually close to 1,500 babies that have come through our doors. 1,500. Wow. So we mainly get um, our babies from... uh, the, through the hole in the wall, through um, government hospitals where mothers go and give birth and just, you know, leave the babies there, run away. Um, we also get uh, babies brought to us by the police and, and some mothers bring them to our doors. My goodness. Mm. Yo. Sad. It is. It's very sad. And, and how often does this occur? Like, a, let's say in this week, how many times do you think in this week you'd get uh, a couple of babies coming either through the post box or maybe from the police or so? It's um, difficult to give a, f- a, a weekly figure, um, but on average a month we, we would get um, anything between two and maybe ten babies. We find that um, August and September, yeah. we um, it's, a, it's like a peak because we get... Um, easily up to 15, 17 babies around that time of the year. And then, of course, um, December and January is also, well, it sounds terrible to say, but a popular time for abandoning <laughs> children. Oh, my goodness. Mm. Yes. You said in December. December, Christmas holidays. Oh, yeah. And that's, I mean, that's such a bad place to, um, uh, or such a bad time to really spend Christmas. I, I, I can assume, Alone. I mean, <laughs> your no, that's 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 very heavy. I'd, I'd 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 honestly like to honor you guys and respect I respect what you guys do, because you're taking care of the future of our country. I just wanted to know though, 
specifically with the children? Uh, up to what age do you take care of these children exactly? Well, basically all the babies that come to us um, get registered for adoption. Um, some might not go for adoption because of legal or health issues. Um, but the average age of adoption can be anything from four months um, to about 14 months. So our oldest um, kitty at the moment is about two and a half but she will actually be adopted before the end of the year. Nice. Um, but we're also in the process of opening a children's village where those that reach a certain age don't get adopted. We're mm. going to pass them on to the village where they will then stay there till they find on the, uh, you know, stand on their own feet. No, definitely. You know, this, this, I'm just thinking about this now, just kind of uh, doing some introspection. Um, I don't think people quite understand how, how taxing it is um, to do what you do. And obviously, um, it's, it's, it's something that you do because you see the need in it. I just wanted to know, because I'm pretty sure we can't understand. I just wanted to, to, to get a clear understanding. How emotionally taxing is it uh, running such an organization? Well, I think, um, you know, especially if you, if you start there as a new employee, um, there's a lot of emotional um, trials that you, you come across. But um, the emotion's always there. Um, but you do obviously have to sort of keep it under control because um, you, you, we have a continuous turnover of babies, if you yeah, can call it. Yeah. I mean, at the moment, we've got 64. Wow. Um, you know, so a lot of them come under terrible circumstances. So you spend a lot of time in government hospitals, um, clinics, doctor visits, um, emergency at Joburg Jenny is my favorite place in the world. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I was, sorry, just two seconds. I'm just reading here because I got a tweet from uh, Pamela Party. Um, she was just commending on the work that you guys do um, and giving us a quick, um, just for the listeners, um, people that were orphans that really made uh, a significant impact in society. People like Maya Angelou, people like President Bill Clinton, people like Jamie Foxx, mm. Faith Hill, Steve Jobs, Robin Ibrahimovic, um, like you, you know, um, just to name a few. So there's, there's no doubt that what you guys are doing. <coughs> it's truly impacting the c community for the better. No, that's definitely true. I just love the name, the door of hope. You're giving hope to hopeless situations. But I just want to understand, though, also, um, what's the most extreme case that you've had to deal with? Oh, over the years, we've had quite a few, um, but I can mention maybe two recent ones. Mm. Um, we had a, a baby that was found in a dustbin in Hillbrow. Sure. Um, a walk a passerby heard, um, you know, some noise coming from the bin and um, ended up being a little baby. And the rats were chewing on this baby. Yes. Um, this baby was obviously taken to um, the emergencies at the hospital and um, he would have to go through extensive pl plastic surgery through his life. But um, he found a family. Um, no, somebody was, uh, you know, had it in their heart that they could give him a future, and um, he was adopted. And then a couple of weeks ago, we um, got another little girl that was, <coughs> I think, given one extra day, she would have most probably died. She was oh. malnourished, dehydrated, very, very weak. And um, yesterday, she actually was singing and walking, mm. you know, with two weeks of love and food and wow. warmth, and uh, yeah. she's doing really, really wonderful no, at that's the moment. That, that's definitely amazing, I have to say, because who knows? What those kids might become someday They might be the future president of our country yeah. And what you guys are doing honestly Is bringing hope to the children You know and, and talking about um, future president And so on have you had any cases Where you know you'd have maybe some sort of Really uh, motivational uh, Type of uh, experience Or maybe just something that was really Encouraging uh, one of your children Maybe do something amazing 
Yes, well, our very first baby that came through the hole in the wall actually just turned 16. Yeah. Um, she's in America, beautiful wow. little girl. She, wow. um, in the beginning, they thought that she might have learning difficulties, mm-hmm. um, but it actually turns out that she can speak quite a few languages. Um, yeah. She sang a solo at the Royal Albert Hall in London. Oh, my goodness. Um, and she's oh, really incredible. surprised so many um I think even her own parents that adopted her and mm. and it's actually the founder of Door of Hope has, is now in America and actually went mm. to visit her because um, I yeah. think she might be graduating soon. Wow. Um, mm. So that is our first of many success stories at Door of Hope. First of many. Yes. Wow. It's amazing. Yeah? It is. It's truly amazing. I mean, how many South Africans right now with a, um, a secure home, mother and father, loving parents who probably support them have had these type of experiences where they're going overseas and they're performing at, you said that's the Royal Albert Hall, the, yes, the Royal London. Albert Hall in mm. London. I mean, this is amazing. And, and how you could, you know, give someone uh, a, a second chance to life really and, and how they can just make a, a huge success out of it is actually something quite fantastic. No, it's definitely fantastic. I just want to know, though, also, as Door of Hope, how do you guys keep Door of Hope alive? How do you keep running and ensuring that uh, you can take care of these babies? Well, obviously, we, we depend a lot on um, the public, yeah. um, mm-hmm. churches, schools, corporates. Um, we're a Christian ministry, so mm-hmm. um, we have a lot of churches that come visit us. Um, but it's um, wonderful people that, that would pledge a birthday or jump off a building um, yeah. <laughs> um, to jump raise money for to, to raise money okay, for I'm, I'm scared of heights so. <laughs> 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 just jump off a building well, I, I'll do a lot of things but uh, yo okay so some jump off a building you're still mentioning yeah yeah so um, we have um, quite a few projects we've got yeah. a piggy bank project which is like a little money box you know like the ones you see at your local pick and pays this is actually an animal we try and keep it to the big five um Keep it proudly South African, yeah. um, where you would um, buy this little money box, um, whether you have a beauty salon or a creche or whatever, and everybody just chucks in their little coins. And, um, you know, we've actually raised um, quite a bit of money through the yeah. piggy bank project. Then we have um, projects on givengain.com, yeah. um, where we have adopt a cot, where um, we, when we get a new baby, we, we give maybe an individual or a, or a corporate um <clears throat> you know, ask them to adopt that cot for 12 months and um, wow. they basically cover the costs oh, um, relating to that cot, which would include water and lights. Oh, that's our biggest expenses, yeah. calories mm, and water yeah. and lights. And then the nappies and food for the month. We have people that do nap, nan and nappy runs. So <clears throat> they go ahead and wherever they go, collect nappies and nan formula. Yeah. We we use about uh, 200, 1.8 kilotons of formula a month, wow, around 10,000 nappies a month. Um, so of course we, you know, we, we really depend on, um, on um, people out Mm. there to, to help us and walk this uh, road with us, um, with, you know, getting these babies, um, keeping them healthy, strong, um, giving them a stable environment and then placing them into forever families. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm uh, talking about now, um, adopt a cot, right? So how does one really adopt a cot? Like, let's say a listener's sitting there and they're thinking, well, I'd like to adopt a cot. Uh, what, what, what's the procedure? Okay. On, um, we've got a web, um, site also, uh, we've got a Facebook page. So it's, um, www.doorofhope.co.za. 
Um, and you can also go onto a given, the Given Gain portal, which is um, basically a charity that supports charities and activists um, that want to raise money for charity. Um, and also on our um, Facebook page, Door of OPSA, you can um, click on various projects. So um, any information you need, you would find on, on these um, social networking sites. You know, before we get any further, I'm listening to all of this, and I can't commend you on how organized, structured, um, purposeful your organization is. I think the first slow clap of the show is going to go down to Nadine. Yeah. Yeah. And her, Thank you. And her <laughs> structure. <laughs> the slow clap of no. the day. Rightly brought to you by Lesejo Mapanga. I, I have to tell you what the secret is, though. We, we've got about 10 babies on our management team, and they rule the school. Wow. <laughs> They're quite clever, I must say. Yeah. Oh, that's so amazing. And uh, talking now about uh, the, the campaigns that you, you, you obviously do have, there was one recently that made quite a lot of a big buzz around media and I, I, I saw it on, on Facebook and Instagram and it was also on Twitter and everyone was just talking about it. Do, do you Can you tell us a bit about that one? Yes, we had these two crazy young people um, <laughs> come along. Yeah. Um, beautiful girl, quite a handsome dude as well um, okay. that, went, that did the um, color, color run yeah. um, and then they decided to take it a step further yeah. um, from, I think it was Pretoria Mm-hmm. Um, Joburg to Pretoria And then f- they decided to go from Pretoria And walk to Bloemfontein oh um, To create awareness um, Around Door of Hope And what? to raise money for us Wow Lou and Nati, awesome Lou People. and Nati yes. Lou is a bit Lulu Lulu <laughs> <laughs> And Nati is a bit nuts <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Well, we're going to be talking to Crazy Lou and Nutty Nice in just a little bit from now. Actually, just after this song right here, we actually got those right. Those two people who were, of course, walking all the way from Joburg all the way to Bloemfontein. Bare feet. And we'd hear all about what they had to say, how the experience was, how successful the campaign was, and really just the entire experience indeed. Okay, so thank you very much, Nadine. Uh, It was a fantastic time talking to you and uh, also just getting to know about all these things. I really hope that uh, your good work just continues from here on Mm. in. Thank you for having us on the show. Fantastic. They started to race the front track Did a couple of laps and I still made a comeback Been living here before you even unpacked your one bag Now they're still claiming they run rap How so? But my track record is unmatched, unmatched. So many heart flows for one mass So hot, I'm giving charcoal a suntan Some scratch the surface And they wanna go back in time We should've unwrapped the verses Like getting a surgeon to uncap a person When I already worked at sun death for certain And I have murked lots of beats And I buy a little, buy a lot like a shopping spree Drop the lots of 
Face and no stopping names. I've been there, done that. Plus, I got the Can reinvent the wheel and make advances? Chances are next to nil. Still getting interest, like when you invest the mill. Y'all can test the skill if you want more reasons. You're hot for the summer, well, I'm more seasons. Against the odds, cause I'm more evens. Call it staying power, cause I'm not leaving. I see y'all eating. First of all, you found it open. You don't know who worked the doors, but let's all eat. I don't wanna search for more. Y'all are my sons, my stars gave birth to yours. And I see many stars, many windows. Many put on, many sent off. If you holler, What you're actually listening to right now, or were listening to, in fact, was uh, Proverbs' latest. This one is called Nothing New. I mean, you could just hear, well, it's kind of weird. He's calling it Nothing New, but yet it's new. <laughs> nothing new, really. Yeah, man, yeah. <laughs> well, that's actually quite exciting. But well, I did tell you, and I did promise you, that we'd have two crazy people in the studio today, and we do have them. I've got Lou right here with me. Hello. Hello. Hello, how you doing? Um, well, thank you. Okay, well, you can hear that she sounds like she's pretty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you want to hey, say it? Yeah. Stop yeah. it. Stop it. And I also got uh, Mr. Nutty Nice right here as well. Nutty, how are you doing? Um, well, thanks, man. Oh, thanks fantastic. for having us, guys. Wow, guys. Uh, just, just a quick question. Do you guys walk here as well? No. <laughs> <laughs> we were tempted. We're talking about it. Yeah. Right? <laughs> about it. <laughs> fantastic. Yeah. So, guys, apparently... You walked from Joburg all the way to Bloemfontein. That's the legend. Yes. Is that yes. that's how legend has it? <laughs> yeah. Is that's it true legend. though? <laughs> yeah, yes. it is. Hey, you didn't yes. get any lifts hitchhiking along no. the way. No, sorry, no. People actually stopped and asked us like for lifts and stuff. Lifts. And I'm like, no. I'm sure it must have been tempting. I mean, you tired and you drained, and you're like. Who's going to know? 
I'm pretty sure those people haven't watched any horror movies. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, um, actually, if you if you tuned in right now and you actually want to see just a, a little bit of a preview of what actually happened as they were walking from Joburg all the way to Bloemfontein. In fact, it started off most with a with a color run. Yeah, then, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh, from and the then, color run. Yeah. And then from the color run, we started walking from Joburg, Newtown, uh, up until Southgate on day one. And then we rested from there and then took it the next day. Yeah. Mm. But that's heavy. Eh? Before we get started and in getting into the details, I just mm. want to understand what was going through your minds. Like, who thinks of walking from Joburg to Bloemfontein? That's the whole point. Who thinks of it? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's crazy enough to do it. <laughs> so, if, if you want to see this, we actually do have like a little promo video of them walking this entire journey in fact starting from that color run all the way in through to, through to the walk as well um just actually go to our twitter that's at cliffcentral.com and uh right there you will actually find a little link to the video itself it's a fantastic video i actually watched it i see so many people were supporting you guys mm-hmm. color run man the color run yeah, yeah. it was Shout quite amazing Sorry to it was quite amazing seeing all the guys there you know like Seeing everybody just interacting with each other and, you know, it just it gives you, it gave a bit of a hype up, you know, like, yes, we're going to do this. It got me excited about yeah. the walk before mm. I realized how far how <laughs> the far walk is. actually is. <laughs> it's actually quite, it's actually quite fun. I have to say, Color Run must be quite interesting. But I want to understand though, Color Run, everybody's there having a good time, a great time. And then the walk begins and you're all alone. How did that feel? You see, it's, um, it's, this is how it is. It's like when the music is playing, yeah. It's all fun and games But when the music stops That's when we have to walk yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And yeah. it took like almost the whole day To do five kilometers at, From the color run Yo. Now we have to do f- uh, 395 mm-hmm. mm. No, yeah. it's crazy actually Now that I think about it Because like now it's getting real Yeah I actually saw one of your pictures On Facebook And I was thinking The wait Like uh, it was a picture of you guys About 286 kilometers from Bloom yeah. And you guys said Uh we're 74 kilometers away from our next pit stop. <laughs> now I'm thinking like, whoa, 74 kilometers. Like, how long must that take? And you guys had so much hope mm. in that picture. Mm. What was going through your minds at that time? You know, what was actually, fa- what was actually funny was, um, in my mind, 100 kilometers was equivalent to 20 kilometers. <laughs> what? <laughs> so, you know, when I heard 70, 75, I was just like... Ah. We'll be there in like I three hours. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. I mean, you see why mathematics is important. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Your teacher told you in high school, you must take care that you know mathematics. Uh, you must take You're like, ah, where will I use it? <laughs> hey, let's walk 400 kilometers. You're like, yeah, man, that's like what? I'll uh, do it two days. Get yeah, it tomorrow. <laughs> how, uh, like, talking about days now, how long mm. did it actually take you guys? Okay, um, we use Google Maps to try and figure out how long it takes. Yeah. It takes about four days without stopping. Mm. Um, and wow. then we anticipated doing it maximum of eight days. Mm. So we did it in six days, but we're on the road for nine days. Yeah. So in between, we're resting. We'll oh, take five yeah. minutes breaks. We'll take three hours rest. Talking about rest now, mm. where did you rest? Okay. Oh, that's the interesting part. <laughs> <laughs> now, I'll let it tell you, one. Oh, that is the int- for, okay, ladies out there, I'm just saying, sleeping under a bridge. It's not glamorous <laughs> at all. <laughs> <laughs> not, not glamorous at all. First night, we slept at Nati's sister's place in Flaxfontaine. Yeah. And then the second night was under the bridge. Ah, oh, that was 
so cold. Oh my goodness. So cold, and I'm shivering, and I'm like, huh? and there's like the smaller pee, and pee. <laughs> what? It's like, it was no. so awkward. Like, yes. But do do understand this? It's we had been walking for about 20 hours without any stop, no mm. city, nothing, mm. and then we're looking in front of us. It doesn't look like there's gonna be hope, but there was a slight bit of hope because we saw lights in front of us. Mm. But, but the more we got there, they started parting, <laughs> parting ways. So like, no, Alex can't take it no more. Hey. Yeah. When oh we saw goodness. the lights, we were like, oh my gosh, yes, mm. we're there, we're there. And then next thing, the lights go further and further and further. And we're like, what? <laughs> no, because there was so much hope for uh, getting to a place where we could actually rest with warmth, yeah. you know? Yeah. Actually, I'm, I'm sure you guys really got to know each other on this trip. I just want to know, what have you learned from each other since uh, that experience, basically? Natty's very patient. <laughs> I flipped on. I had my moments where yeah. I was just like, "My penis and don't be what and I was just like, "No, he was just." I like, did not uh, sign up for this. <laughs> I thought this was gonna take like two days. <laughs> <laughs> so he was just very patient. Speaking about that, your feet were sore. I saw pictures of like shoes that were worn out. <laughs> what happened there? Hey, man. I personally did about 100Ks on foot. Okay, let me not cheat. I did 100Ks on socks. <laughs> what? <laughs> I changed about three pairs of socks. When a, a sock was finished, I had to turn it around. <laughs> so, yeah, because the f- shoes were finished and they started hurting me. And it's like, what's the best thing to do? Let's do this fit, man. Mm. So I was on foot for 100Ks. And, yeah, funny enough... I, it happened. Yeah, you but know? you're strong, eh? Like yeah. the, I'm not strong. It's my mind, eh? Yeah. Um, we're putting my. I was p- personally putting my mind to the test, mm. and I'm amazed at what happened. You know. No. So, but all in all, it's been amazing. It's been crazy. Like she said, she's a yeah. She's she's a perfectionist when it comes to flipping. She flipped <laughs> on me a couple of times, <laughs> but yeah, uh, it was so much fun. Um, would I do it again? Yeah. It's a good question. In a I would do it again. That is so proper though. <laughs> no, I have to, I have to commend you guys mm. for being so crazy, first of all, because mm. I, I don't think I would be able to do that. I don't even think I would want to do that. But, I uh, mean, I had my experiences of trying <laughs> yeah. athletics back in high school yeah. while I was, I was the rappy kid, but hey, long distance. Aye, nice. Not, not really. So I'm, I'm actually wondering, I mean, why not 10 kilometers? Why not 20 kilometers? Why? Why 400? Yeah, why bloom, actually? Why bloom? Why bloom? Yeah. That's, that's the frequently asked yeah. question, eh? Yeah. Okay, here's the thing. First of all, um, had we done 10 kilometers, we wouldn't be here. Mm. That's very true, though. Do you know what I mean? No, nah, So, it's like, um, actually, I was at a seminar here in Santin, and there's this guy, he, he walked 27 days for, um, for this other charity in the North Pole. So mm. just imagine this. They have better with our conditions are better. Mm. That's no, like, um, hundred meters from, um, if you were standing there, I couldn't see you in the snow. And I'm like, come on, we in SA, it's flipping hard. Why not? Mm. No, why not? And it's just four days. They did it in 27 days. Uh, so that's one of the things that inspired the, mm. the whole walk, actually. My goodness. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I just want to understand though, as much as we, we're talking about, uh, you guys walking 400 kilometers for Door of Hope. Mm. Why did you guys want to walk that 400 kilometers? What's your reason? What's your why? That's what I want to know. Mm. Well, I found out about the Door of Hope organization through Nati. Mm. He was actually like, Hey, I'm thinking of doing a walk. And I was just like, Yes, I'm in. And then, um, as I got to know Door of Hope more and know what they were doing and actually went to the house in Dun Vista, I was so captured and so <clears throat> inspired by the work they do themselves that 
I felt like, what can I do to help out? Mm. So when I saw the great work that they do, I was just like, how can I help? I want to do this. I want to be a part of this. This is something that's, it's really great. And as you said, it is the future generation of South Africa. So any way that I, any way with that I would want to uh, contribute, that's why I went through with this. Yeah. <laughs> Nancy, what about you, man? Yeah, man, um, it's true with what she's saying. The kids, mm. man, just just look at one. They have over 60 kids, but just look at one face. You mm. would want to you wanna jump off a bridge. Wait, I'm going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> jump off a bridge? <laughs> with a rope, of course. <laughs> but um, honestly speaking, guys, it's, it's sad to think that a child who's brought into this earth, someone who's supposed to be... Um, the caretaker for that kid is actually abandoning them. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So it's, it's, it's more than just a walk. The walk is, is, it was just a walk. These guys are doing, they've been doing so much good for, for over 16 years. Do you know mm. what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, what can I do? What can I say I did today? I accomplished and it wasn't about me and it's, it's for someone else. Do you know, what can we do to contribute to this country? Exactly. That was one of the reasons what we could do. do you it's all I mean? about doing your part. Eh? Exactly. Yeah. There's a lot of complaints around, man, but yeah. uh, there's, People are not doing anything about it. Exactly. So, so it's like, what can I personally do to make this world a better place? Yeah, that's fantastic. And I like, I like that mentality of what can I do to do, you know, uh, instead of always waiting for someone to, to come up with something. I mean, you can see that exactly. there's a need. You can see the gap in the community mm. and you're deciding, you know what? I'm going to wake up. I mean, how old are you right now? Um, I just turned, actually did this for my birthday as well. I just turned, yeah, wow, just turned yes. 24. Uh-huh. Um, before my birthday, um, one of my colleagues w- was, she said something like this to me. What would you like for your birthday? And then I looked at my life and I'm like, wow, I'm so blessed. What is it that I can do mm. to have other people be blessed? You got what I mean? Uh. And then another inspiration as well. I have a friend who had a bone cancer. Um, so his life was like any day his life could end, you know, and he couldn't, he had to start learning how to walk again. So those things like collectively, yeah. it, it, it brought me to a place where I say, any day I can die. Yeah. But if I die walking, it will be for a cause. <laughs> Do you get what I mean? Wow. So you're prepared to die walking? Dude, we died on the road. <laughs> yeah, we did it. <laughs> With that being said, I think the second official slow clap goes to these two young people. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, guys. The slow clap of the day brought to you by Lesejo Mapanga. <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, I respect you guys. Mm. To be honest, we need more people like you in our country because as the youth, we need to realize that we're not entitled to anything. Exactly. We need to stop complaining exactly. and realize that uh, the only way we're going to change our country is by deciding to be active citizens exactly. that are intentional in mm. making this country the country it's supposed to be. You know what I mean? Um, mm. No, definitely. I just got a, a very relevant question now on, on Facebook. So obviously you guys impacted these kids' lives. You made their lives better. I want to know exactly how much money did you guys raise from that 400-kilometer walk? Okay. Um, <laughs> we started the color run, right? Um, it's sad. It's really sad. The target was 100K. Yeah. Um, from the color run, I think we raised about 1,200 and something. And then on the ro- uh, on the road online we raised about um, five five thousand five hundred, and then um, people who contributed towards the the road. Because what we did is like we said we're not doing this on a budget because we're just gonna it's gonna be an adventure. We don't know what's gonna happen the next day. And then probably about um, two thousand five hundred went to um, food. Uh, food and all that stuff. Yeah, food. You know? So getting a place to stay and all that. Yeah. yeah. So all in all, I think about. Um, 
6700 that's how much we raised yeah, yeah. Wow. but that but the mm-hmm. thing is we're not stopping there though yeah. <laughs> like i'm yeah. sorry this so it hasn't stopped yet it hasn't no. stopped i'm ready to go to the next project yeah. and raise mm. more funds honestly I, and i mean talking about that i got actually a, a comment right here on twitter um max maxol mohale actually says it's great work you guys are doing and he's actually on the site right now um and he's looking to volunteer as well and i'm sure there's a lot of other people who also want to volunteer can you just say that uh, that that uh, website again um if you're looking to volunteer or maybe to even to donate into this fantastic cause of, of, of that uh, Dove Hope is doing and the Given Gain Foundation and everything can you just uh, yeah, sure it's um www.doorofhope.co.za mm. and then you just click on the um little icon that says how can i help and then on volunteering Wow. And then all the information mm-hmm. will be on there. So as easy as that, you can just get to volunteer and you can actually be a part of something bigger. I mean, as young as you are, you probably, even if you're old, even if you're young, I mean, we, we have 24 year olds walking all the way to Bloemfontein now. Mm-hmm. And, uh, 21. You 21. Okay. <laughs> so there's a 21 year old as well who walked all the way from Johannesburg. To Bloemfontein mm-hmm. And uh, it's actually not very glamorous As you mentioned And I actually want to <laughs> just tackle that subject Just a little <laughs> again But uh, I see you got something on your mind No uh, definitely I think I just want to add on to you It's not glamorous at all no. Now that I think about not. it But how did you guys prepare yourself To walk 400 kilometers I don't know What do you need to do To prepare yourself mentally Physically Emotionally All of that Like He went to a Sangoma What? <laughs> <laughs> what? I didn't go to your uncle this time <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good comeback. <laughs> <laughs> so, how did you guys prepare? For me, it was uh, mostly mental preparation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As much as I was like, it's not that far, and people were like, you're crazy, and all that. It was more like, I committed to this, and it's something I believe in. And mm. yes, my I, we were working out at Planet Fitness. They uh, sponsored us their facilities, but it was more of you committed to this. You believe in this organization. Yeah. You are going to. Go through with this And you're going to Push yourself Through this pain yeah. There was a point where um, We were walking I think it was day six And I was just My legs were so sore And there was a point where I actually just wanted to Tell Nati Look You have to wait We're sitting for an hour Right now <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Right now And I was just like You know what I kept thinking about um, What our personal trainer Fendida said He's like You Pain doesn't go away. Mm. You get used to it. So as I was walking, I'm like, you don't work through the, to the pain, you work through the pain. You don't work to the pain, you work through the pain. And keeping myself mentally positive, even though my body was physically paining, was something that pushed me further and actually made me want to complete it. That's actually very deep now I think about it. You literally used your pain to make you realize your goal. Mm. Do you realize that? That's that's actually amazing. Mm. But Nati, yeah. uh, how did you prepare, man? Okay. Um, here's the thing. Eh? Um, I'm also a motivational speaker. Mm. So usually I say a lot of pos- positive things. Yeah. And people think, ah, you're just talking. I can you relate know? to you. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so <laughs> sometimes you need to put yourself in a place where you don't have any choice but to do what you yeah. have to do. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, man. So um, for me personally, there's a lot of stuff that was happening in my head. Um, but one of them was, um, I remember from day two, my legs didn't want to walk. Like, mm. like I had to force myself to walk. By forcing myself, I mean, like, I had a conversation with pain. I'm like, dude, <laughs> if you're in my body, you have to listen to me. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Mm. We're going to walk. <laughs> Every day it took me, like, more than two hours to get used to walking. Then I'll pick up the pace. So, in my head, as we were going, maybe, let's say, um, I remember after 300 mark, I looked in front of us, um, and there was nothing. 
Like nothing And then I looked at the back There was nothing I'm like dude What do you do now yeah. Are you gonna keep going Or are you gonna go back What's yeah. gonna happen Do you gotta I mean yeah. Like the only choice I have now Is to keep walking mm. You know Keep walking You just have to keep doing yeah. And I can relate that To life in so many ways mm. My goodness mm. well, we, I'm enjoying this uh, conversation Actually very very much mm. And we actually Gonna be now Going a little bit deeper Into the actual journey I mean you guys Were on a Practically on an adventure And I'm sure yeah. there's a lot of things you encountered along the way as well A lot <laughs> yeah. of different animals A lot of different <laughs> I'm sure there's all sorts of things um, So we we actually interested in that But uh, let's just have a little bit of a song I got uh, a really, really good song for you right now And just after this We're actually going to be going deeper Into what it takes to go from Joburg All the way to Bloom
Alright, so we're right here and we're back. You're listening to Cliff Central. And of course, this is Untapped Talents. And you're, of course, with the friendly faces. These are, of course, Alessejo Mapanga. Simpiwe Pedros And where's that guy so We are of course still having a fantastic time right here We're actually chatting to Crazy Lou And we're also crazy, uh, talking to another crazy person Nati These guys now walked from Joburg All the way to Bloemfontein mm-hmm. Now guys we've, we've been chatting about a couple of things And uh, I just want to know Every morning when you wake up And you better take another Road again. I saw one of the pictures. Of, actually, we mentioned it quite earlier, saying that uh, your next pit stop is in seventy-five kilometers. Mm. What the? <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! I mean, not ten kilometers, seventy. I mean, that is like walking from. Uh, how, how, what's the difference? The, the distance between Pretoria and Joburg is about forty, isn't it? 50, 50, 60 50. around there. Yeah. So mm. it is you taking a break, walking from here to Vereniging, taking a break, walking from Vereniging <laughs> to. Yes, madness. Yes, madness. yes, 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 yes. No, but I just want to understand though, like in terms of walking together, who got on whose nerves the most though? Like, because you're spending so much time together, you must irritate each other after some time. I mean, I got Nati got on my nerves because yes, we're both in pain, but he has this thing like he'll start off walking at my pace, <laughs> and then all of a sudden he'll be like, and then he looks behind him and he's like, Lou, <laughs> and I'm just like, my feet are so I've got blisters on my feet. Come on, dude. Yeah. <laughs> and he's just like, no, I'm sorry. It's, it's, I can't help it. It's my mind. It's my mind. So it's in that mind. sense, it's I would mind. get it's mad with me. him. It's my mind. <laughs> <laughs> it literally got emotional. <laughs> emotional. Right? Yeah, but there were no tears. Come on. No tears. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, right. I think she was so dehydrated. There were no tears. Yeah. Right? <laughs> tears just evaporated each time. Is that what happened? Ah. <laughs> no, no, no. So uh, now, this is, of course, also a fantastic time to be in touch with the animal kingdom. I, I trust that uh, South Africa is blessed with quite a lot of things that go bump in the night. So <laughs> did you encounter any of those things? Brew. Brew. It was rough. <laughs> we bumped into a cobra, hey? A cobra? Yeah, what? Yeah, we bumped into ah, a cobra. That was really funny, though. Um, it was crossing the road. And um, <laughs> we're like, okay. Um, the thing is, I had been expecting something to happen for a good 50 Ks, so I was really uneasy. But <laughs> <laughs> so when we finally saw the, the Cobra, cause we were walking around with our digital camera, so mm-hmm. I put on the big lens, zoomed in, I'm like, that's moving, I'm not seeing things. <laughs> <laughs> the sun hasn't had an effect yet, that's something. And I'm like, Lou, there's a snake, it's crossing the road. And it's like, okay, let's just run. I'm like, yeah, we can run. What if we get a, we get <laughs> muscle pool and we're next to the, we're next to the snake, you know? Um, but funny enough, some truck drivers stopped, right? And then we quickly ran past it and then we chilled, took out our camera again. Now I wanted to record seeing, um, that time we busy saying, don't, don't get hit. Don't, don't step on it. Do you get what I mean? Yeah, um, man. And then this random nigger just comes, gets a st- stick and then he chases the snake away. I'm like thinking, ah, oh, this guy loves animals. But after it was off the road, he still chased the flipping thing. Like, wow. Yeah. So what's that about? Maybe they eat. Do you think hey, maybe I don't even want to think about it, bro. No, no. Don't want to know, brother. You don't want to know. At <laughs> the time, I didn't even know there were cobras in South Africa, but yes, you like. Dude, you, you um, that thing stood up for us, bro. It embraced you. It embraced you. I'm sure you're like, I did not sign up for this. Now we can do this walk thing later. But here's the thing, man. You have to make a decision there. Are you gonna go back and go? Are you gonna turn around and go back to Joe back? Are you gonna keep walking? That time it's late. It's late for But that was fun. That's the that's the journey of life, I guess. Sometimes you're gonna find cobras along the way. And uh 
there's one one important thing. When we were walking during the night, mm-hmm. we started seeing huge snakes which were stumbled over. So it's oh like, um, okay, are we gonna see this in future? What if we're gonna? And that time I'm walking barefoot. You must remember. Oh, something I'm gonna step on snakes or what's gonna happen? Um, but Lou done something amazing. We bumped into a tortoise. Yeah. And she helped it cross the road. Yeah, you know? I was. I'm. I'm a very big animal lover. So I see this big tortoise and these big tracks, and I'm like, no, stop. <laughs> Let the tortoise go. Yeah. <laughs> Let him cross. And then when you finally cross, I was just like, okay, I've done my job. Let's go. <laughs> so, um, again, would you guys do this again? Like I said, in a heartbeat. Because, yes, um, this has made created awareness for Dove Hope. And it was a really good experience, but it was a life-changing experience for mm. me. I had a lot of self-reflection about myself. Yeah, basically. And yeah, no. <laughs> I had a lot of self-reflection. And when I get got back, I had a, like everything felt different. Mm. I just felt like, okay, what am I going to do next with my life? How am I going to uh, bring myself to uh, contribute more? What am mm. I going to do? So when I, when I got back, I just, I love the fact that I'm, I feel different. I see everything else different yeah. and I'm hungry for more. Yeah, I'm exactly. hungry for life, you know? That's, that's, that's very important. Dave. Yeah. When I was looking at you guys on social media, I saw you got this campaign, hashtag stay motivated. What's that all about, Nati? Stay motivated. Okay. That's one of my babies, um, as a motivational speaker since I'm also a business owner. Yeah. Um, so, um, that basically is about getting people to be, to wake up and be motivated. Mm. And by the, <laughs> that's one of the things that challenged me to actually want to do the 395. Because um, it's impossible for people to... You can get motivated right now. You'll do something. But when the music stops, you don't know what's next, you know. So what do you do to stay, to, to be motivated, stay motivated? So um, one of the things I was doing on the road is that when people were looking at 360, I was looking at 5 kilometers. Mm-hmm. Let me... Today... In the next five hours, I'm going to win five kilometers or 10 kilometers. So being a motivational speaker, yes. what's that thing that you're going to say? I mean, there's about 70 days left of the year. If you had to say something in a quick 10 seconds, what would you tell that person? Okay. Um, let's see. It's, I have a lot of stay motivated, you know, but in order to stay motivated, you need to do something for your life to change. You need to change something in yourself. Mm. You have to do something that you haven't done before to be someone that you're not. So what is it that you're prepared to do? Great stuff. Well, you heard it from the man himself. He is a motivational speaker and so much more. We had Nati. We've had a, a, Crazy Lou as well. It was a fantastic, fantastic experience. Thank you very much for coming here. And we wish you all the best for your future endeavors as well. Great, guys. Yeah, Thanks. I'd just like to say you could follow us on Twitter and Facebook, mm. Lushansel Andrews and Lushansel on Twitter. And then obviously in Kosinati Mangani. Mm. So, yeah. Fantastic. Well, uh, coming up next is Leanne Mall. She, of course, uh, has the heavy petting. In fact, that's her last episode. Sad, sad, I know, I know. Yeah. But of course, these type of things has to happen. So let's make the last one the best one, right? Yeah. Uh, it has been a fantastic experience on Cliff Central. You've of course had a Simpiwe Pedros. Yeah, Simpiwe Pedros. Lesihoma Panga. And where's that guy? We're signing out and saying dreams do come soon. So stay great and be motivated. And leave your mark.